This is the Environmental Integrity Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Kelton. Bruce Ivins is no snowflake. He's a 62-year-old professional welder and lifelong farmer who grew up amid the cattle, chickens, and tractors here on his family's farm near Centerville on Maryland's eastern shore. But then his neighbor built two industrial-sized chicken houses next door. Ivan said he could not believe or tolerate the choking clouds of ammonia, manure dust, and feathers that the exhaust fans started blowing directly at Ivan's home. Can you, can you get a little smell of that? Oh yeah. When the wind turns just a little bit, um, <laughs> the smell is astronomical. Um, and not only that, at night, if it's a calm night with just a small amount of um, wind blowing, um, you can see the haze of the dust that goes across the hay fields. I mean, you could just see it. It's like somebody's got a fine powder. My biggest concern is, is that I can't open the windows in my house anymore. Can't, if I wanted to hang some clothes out on the line that I'm dry or whatever, can't do that anymore. Can't open the windows in my house because of the smell. So Ivan's filed a complaint with the Maryland Department of the Environment, or MDE, about the poultry operation next door. He complained that the Little Chicks Farm improperly clear-cut acres of trees that should have served as a buffer between the industrial fans and his home. And he said the poultry operation without a permit dammed off a stream that flowed through both properties, causing severe flooding that ruined Ivan's farm fields. Where was the people from MDE? Why weren't they here? Where was the person that on the job site to say, hey, wait a minute, you're going too far. You got to stop this. No one here was here to regulate the guy that cleared the land. He just started cutting trees. Bruce Ivins is not alone in being concerned about the lack of enforcement or oversight of the poultry industry by the Maryland Department of the Environment. An investigation by the Environmental Integrity Project of more than 5,000 pages of MDE reports shows that 84% of Maryland poultry farms inspected by the state between 2017 and 2020 failed pollution control permit requirements. But only about 2% of the poultry operations, or four total facilities out of the 153 that failed inspections, were ever penalized by the state for breaking the terms of their water pollution control permits. Three of them were fined just $250 for the violations, and one $2,000, according to state records. The harm caused by this lack of environmental enforcement is significant and extends beyond the inability of neighbors like Bruce Ivins to open their windows. The Environmental Integrity Project's examination of 20 years of state water quality monitoring data in eastern shore rivers shows that phosphorus pollution, mostly from poultry waste and algae blooms caused by this nutrient, are at more than twice healthy levels and have not improved in the last two decades despite Chesapeake Bay cleanup efforts. Here is Eric Schaefer, Executive Director of the Environmental Integrity Project and former Director of Civil Enforcement at EPA. Poultry litter is loaded with phosphorus and nitrogen. Now, in the right amounts, these nutrients help crops grow. But the Eastern Shore's poultry industry churns out way too much, about 600 million pounds of manure every year. And that's a lot more than the cropland on the Eastern Shore can absorb. 
The excess, especially the phosphorus in that manure, runs off into waterways and into the bay, where it turns into pollution that feeds algae growth, sucks oxygen out of the water, and smothers aquatic life. Now, the state is supposed to keep that from happening. Maryland poultry operators are required to comply with Clean Water Act permits that include nutrient management plans to keep that waste from being overapplied, to keep it from running off. Our review of public records for 2017 through 2020 found that's not really what's happening. Too many operators violate these rules, and Maryland does almost nothing about it. Here's what we learned. 84% of the 182 operations inspected over the last four years had violations, 84%, but only four paid any penalties at all. That's 2% of the violators. And the penalties they did pay were really small in those few cases. More than half the violations are pretty serious, and those included leaving manure piles uncovered or poorly contained and unsanitary handling of dead birds. In 2019, 29 of the 57 farms that spread manure on their own fields reported applying too much, more than even their own nutrient management plans allow. Enforcement is sparse. Inspections have declined by more than 40% in recent years, and that started happening before the pandemic. Maryland has more than 500 poultry operations, and some of these raise more than a million broilers a year, but Maryland's Department of the Environment was able to get out and inspect just over a third of them over a four-year period. So that means two-thirds of these sites didn't see any inspectors at all inside four years. When the state does get out to these operations, it doesn't do its own sampling to find out whether the soil is saturated with phosphorus or whether too much manure is being applied. And it doesn't monitor the pollutant levels in the ditches that drain these fields and eventually take waste to the nearby creeks or rivers. The result of this inadequate oversight and enforcement by the state is that the largest single source of pollution in the Chesapeake Bay, the agricultural industry, continues to drag down efforts to restore the health of the nation's largest estuary. These are the conclusions of the Environmental Integrity Project's reports titled Blind Eye to Big Chicken and Stagnant Waters, which are available on our website at www.environmentalintegrity.org. Here's Eric Schaefer again. To sum up, inspections are few and far between, violations widespread, penalties almost non-existent, too much manure keeps getting stacked on too little land. And meanwhile, we're stuck with unhealthy levels of phosphorus and algae in the eastern shore rivers that drain to the Chesapeake. This is just not a program that holds the poultry industry accountable for its own pollution. So what should we do to fix this? Well, here are a few ideas. Laws that aren't enforced just aren't taken seriously, so let's enforce the nutrient management rules that are supposed to stop manure overload and pollution runoff that comes with it. Second, more than 90% of poultry waste from these operations is actually shipped off-site to other fields that are owned by other farmers. We need to close the loophole in the law that exempts these off-site sources from having to disclose how much and where they're spreading all that manure. We just don't know, and we ought to know. Third, virtually all the poultry farms on the eastern shore run under contract to three large companies, Tyson's, Mount Air and Purdue, and together they've got combined revenues of more than 50 billion a year. 
Let's make them responsible for the waste management their contract operators generate. We just aren't going to make any progress unless the deep pockets that profit from this industry have to pay for the pollution they're causing. Betsy Nicholas is executive director of Waterkeepers Chesapeake. She said the Environmental Integrity Project's reports reveal the gross inadequacy of the Maryland Department of the Environment's inspection and enforcement staff and budget. But the problem goes deeper than that, Nicholas said. The state agency in the past has refused to even collect permitting fees from the poultry industry that it is legally authorized to collect and could use to beef up its inspection staff. Here's Nicholas. Having simply three employees to do inspections for over 500 facilities is insufficient. And this is a problem created by Maryland Department of Agriculture and Maryland Department of the Environment. They, for years, have refused to collect fees, permit fees in the agricultural sector, where everyone else has to pay permit fees uh, to ensure that there's sufficient staffing for inspection and enforcement. But that was waived. So they're hurting their own budget. And when they testify at the legislature and budget hearings, they say, we have plenty of personnel. But when you ask why there's no enforcement, Every time you're going to hear lack of resources, lack of personnel, which is it? Do you have everyone you need or do you not? We have done many efforts working to increase the budget to hire uh, $200,000 was dedicated to hire new inspection and enforcement personnel two years in a row. That money wasn't allocated and used. They didn't hire any new inspectors. So again, this is a problem of their own creation. And each time they fail to collect penalties, again, that is revenue that could go back into the system. Kathy Phillips is executive director of the Assateague Coastal Trust. Being a lower shore citizen, I want to thank EIP and everyone at EIP that worked so hard on these reports because it really was past time for this information to be publicly available and to be out there for the public to see. The Environmental Integrity Project asked the Maryland Department of the Environment why it so seldom imposes financial penalties for well-documented water pollution control violations by the poultry industry. Agency spokesman Jay Apperson replied via email that, quote, a high percentage of the non-compliance documented on inspection reports is generally attributed to the keeping of required records by operators, unquote. The implication is that paperwork problems aren't that serious and don't really deserve a penalty. However, Maryland's whole system of oversight is based on reports filed by poultry operators. So if these reports are non-existent or not accurate, there is no real oversight or accountability. And the problems go far beyond record-keeping issues. About two-thirds of the 153 poultry operations that failed inspections from 2017 to 2020 had a waste management problem, not just a reporting or paperwork problem. According to state records, these waste management problems included leaving poultry manure outside where rain can wash it into nearby streams or having inadequate manure storage facilities. Monica Brooks lives on the eastern shore in Salisbury, Maryland, and is the chair of the Environmental Justice Committee of the Wicomico County NAACP. 
She's also co-founder of a local group called Concerned Citizens Against Industrial CAFOs. We've been told that the industry integrators are good neighbors. We've been sold a load of goods. To find out that 84% of these places have been polluting and not been held accountable is absolutely outrageous. We have people here on the shore that are already have experiencing the highest rates of asthma, especially of our middle schoolers, but we have the highest respiratory rates in the state. In response to the Environmental Integrity Project's report, a farm lobbying group called the Delmarva Chicken Association released a statement that said in part, quote, This group and its allies want states to bleed farmers dry with punitive fines that force families to leave farming behind, unquote. This is not true. In fact, our report calls on the state to direct fines to the large poultry companies like Purdue, Tyson, and Mount Air, not their contract farmers. It's the big poultry companies, also called the integrators, that own the chickens, dictate all the terms for their contract farmers, and have combined revenues that exceed $50 billion per year. The claim that encouraging responsible behavior by the poultry corporations is somehow anti-farmer would be a surprise to many family farmers who struggle with hundreds of thousands of dollars in debts because of the conditions imposed by their contracts. It would also be a surprise to Bruce Ivins, whose life as a farmer has become intolerable because of all the pollution from the massive poultry operation next door. Ivan said he's frustrated that Maryland's regulatory agencies did not do anything in response to his complaints. Don't even think about putting a little shed in your backyard right. without getting a permit. Right. But this right here, I, someone dropped the ball and they weren't monitoring this job site where the trees weren't cut, they should have stopped them. Uh, I'm a little bit angry about it. Um, my point is it, it's kind of changed the lifestyle of the farm. This has been the Environmental Integrity Podcast. I'm Tom Pelton. To learn more about the Environmental Integrity Project, visit our website at www.environmentalintegrity.org.